listening to a collection of interviews conducted on arts and culture on The Morning Mixtape with your host, Nicole DiDonato. Listen live every Tuesday morning at 9.15 a.m. on CGRU 12.80 a.m. in Toronto or stream it online at CGRU.ca. Welcome to Arts and Culture on the Morning Mixtape. I'm your host, Nicole DiDonato. Today on the show, I'll be playing an interview I did with experimental pop singer, songwriter, and composer Lisa Conway, aka Elcon. I spoke to her back in August before her performance at Camp Wavelength. In the interview, we talked about her latest album, Moon Milk, as well as new projects she's working on. Let's take a listen. Hey, Lisa, how's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. Of course. Thanks for having me. So to begin, I was wondering if you can first introduce yourself and tell me how you first got into music. Well, my name is Lisa Conway, and I make music as Alcon, um, which is kind of just an experimental pop project. Um, I started playing violin when I was fairly young, um, just because somebody offered to teach me violin lessons for free, and I've been kind of making things ever since. Nice, yeah, and I know that you are no stranger to the Canadian and Toronto music scene. You've been producing and releasing music under various monikers for over a decade, and you've also helped produce other people's albums, um, which is really cool. So um, I was wondering, how has like your previous music experience um, kind of led you to your latest project, Elcon, or how did that kind of come about? I, f- I feel like all of my past experiences are constantly informing um the next thing um i just decided to start calling things alcon at a certain point because it became confusing to have all these projects that uh were my songs but were called various things so it kind of i just felt the need to have an umbrella project um that was kind of my name but kind of not and um, yeah, just something that could be ever-evolving, involving a lot of collaborators and friends. But at the end of the day, I would be the one making the final calls on things. Nice. Yeah. And I, I know you mentioned before that um, Elcon is an experimental pop project. Um, and I was wondering, um, is that kind of like the primary um, type of music that you create even before this? Or... Um, like, how did you kind of come up with this sound for um, Elcon and just in general? I guess I'm calling it experimental pop because I'm trying to get better. I have a, a really hard time describing the music that I make because it just kind of sounds like me <laughs> um, to me. Uh, so experimental pop has kind of become my go-to uh, genre, if you will, title. Um I, yeah, I I guess I'm experimenting in the studio a lot, um, and I'm open to experimentation, but I feel very rooted in kind of pop melodies and folk melodies um, and uh, hooks and catchy, and I think 
songs should be memorable and catchy. Um, and I tried to do that in my work. So I don't really know what it is. And I, yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm just trying to make make songs and constantly just trying to stay inspired, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think that your sound is very unique because I definitely do think that it is very experimental. There's a lot of interesting sounds that you wouldn't normally hear in a lot of like mu- like pop music, for example. So I think it's a really interesting um, sound that you have, and um, especially on your album Moon Milk, which we'll talk about in just a second. But um, yeah, I was wondering, in terms of your songwriting process and your process of choosing those sounds, how does that work for you? It's always changing. Uh I guess with Moon Milk, um, I was I wrote all this material during a residency that I did in Sackville, so I wrote very quickly. Um, I kind of put a lot of pressure on myself to write a record while I was there, and I was only there for two and a half weeks or three weeks, so I was writing fast um, and kind of working a lot with limitations, which I find very helpful, like even... Um, the song at daybreak, kind of the root of that uh, guitar melody was just um, based on me assigning notes to a story, the first line of the story that I was basing the song on and then building the whole song on that. And then in terms of sounds, I guess like soundscape work and electroacoustic composition is always been another part of my practice and it kind of just blurs into my songwriting practice I think um and I just really like playing playing with sounds and and trying to incorporate that uh into the song world um just because it's fun (laughs) because it's fun um yeah, that's, that's a really cool process. And I like, too, how you were saying how um, it helps you to have kind of like a, like a I guess, a deadline almost. Um, and I was, I was wondering, too, because you mentioned that you wrote it in Sackville, New Brunswick, uh, the album. So do you ever find that the location um, influences some of, like, the music that you create? Or do you think it kind of, yeah, like, how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, in Sackville, I was working um, my studio there was this old derelict music hall um, that was very, very big and uh, very reverberant. Um, And also, I think there were birds living in the roof um, because it was just kind of abandoned. Uh, And it it really influenced the album to be singing alone in this giant space um, that was intended for kind of bigger concerts and things. and uh, in Sackville as well, there there are a lot of kind of earnest, I think all over the East Coast, or at least when I was out there, it seemed like there were a lot of people making really kind of earnest, punky music with a lot of guitar, um, which really kind of led me back to the guitar and, and made me excited about being a bit louder on the guitar, just being a little more rocking. Um, those are things that were were difficult to explore in an apartment in Toronto where you knew that your neighbors could hear you and you kind of had had more of a tendency to be quiet. 
Yeah, I think that's that's really cool too because I can totally relate to like living in Toronto, like you don't want your neighbors to hear you. So it's cool to have that kind of contrast where you're able to explore and be as loud as you want, um, which is really cool. And I think that um, yeah, I really I really love the album, um, and I can almost like picture you recording it, like just even like listening to like the songs. It's it's crazy. But that's really cool. And um, yeah, with that being said, I wanted to talk a bit about um, your album Moon Milk. So um, it was released in October 2016, and I was wondering um how would you describe this album to someone who has never heard it i'd call it a bunch of space jams maybe (laughs) um i don't know like i i think that um yeah it's it's kind of a concept album based on a collection of short uh science fiction stories by italo calvino um so there's definitely a lot of space and kind of science fiction themes, but um, I think ultimately a lot of the stories are rooted in very human narratives. Um, And in terms of production, I was trying to keep things kind of otherworldly and futuristic um, and contemporary, but also nostalgic, uh, which, yeah, hopefully I achieved (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a that's a great description um, of the album for sure, and I think that it's it's a really cool sound because yeah, you can totally feel that like spacey vibe to it, and um, yeah, it is very experimental. It plays with a bunch of different kind of sounds, and um, the vocals are amazing. So it's it's a very great album. I love it, and I was wondering what is it about? Um, yeah, the whole space theme in science fiction. What was it about that that inspired you to create an album based on that? Well, I was reading. I kind of had recently discovered Italo Calvino's writing um, and I thought uh, a lot of his short stories were really beautiful. So um, I was kind of on a, on a bit of a kick with him and uh, I'd never written an entire album kind of based on a collection of stories in that way. Like I'd, I'd never stuck to a theme that precisely. So I thought it, it would be, a really good challenge um and I guess it was just kind of the book that I happened to have gotten and was excited about and everybody likes space (laughs) so um yeah yeah, I, I love that. And I think it's so cool, too, that yeah, you were so inspired by this um, collection of work. And I, I think it's really cool. And I think, um, yeah, you're so right. Like space is something that it, it's cool, but it's also scary. So it's interesting because there's all these different kind of emotions that you can kind of draw from like thinking about space and thinking about what's beyond Earth. You know what I mean? So it's a really interesting kind of um, thing to play with and to write about. And, um, yeah, now I wanted to talk a bit more specifically about some of the songs on the album. So um, I know that you are back with a new track that has been remixed by a Toronto dream pop duo, Twin Rains, and it's called Light- The Light Years. So this was originally on your album, Moon Milk, um, but now it has it was remixed, um, so it has a different vibe. So I was wondering, um, what do you like about this track? I, yeah, I think it's, it's really always so... Um, such a joy to to work with other people and collaborate and kind of get their take on your work like I find um the same pleasure in working with uh, filmmakers it's just it's really exciting for me as a songwriter to hear um other people's take on things um 
so I, yeah, it was I was really honored to have them be excited um, about remixing remixing the song, and I think it it lives in a different world, but um, I think they did a fantastic job. Um, the yeah, the original is very string heavy, so it's kind of cool to hear it kind of live in more of a pop realm and an electronic realm. Yeah, I love it. And I think um, listening to them, too, they are very different. But um, I, th- I think it still stays very true to, like, I guess, the idea or the concept of the song, which is really cool. And I think, yeah, it's nice to, like you said, hear something in a different way. And I think, um, yeah, I-, I love the original version, too. I think they're both great. And um, it's cool that you kind of put out, like, a new remix, too, which is which is nice because um, it's a great album and um, a great song. And um, yeah, and, and some other songs I want to talk about. Um, the first one I want to talk about is The Distance of the Moon. So this is one of my favorites um, off the album. And I was wondering, what was the inspiration behind this song? Well, The Distance of the Moon, it's based on the short, like literally all of the, <laughs> all of the song titles are just the titles of the stories that I w- were, was um that I was reading uh, in this collection of short stories called The Cosmic Comics um, by Italo Calvi. Um, so The Distance of the Moon is the first story and the first song that I wrote, actually, in Sackville. And it's just about unrequited love. And, yeah, it's just a, it's a really, really beautiful, beautiful story. Um, and it, I think sometimes with... With songs, you just get lucky. This one definitely kind of went through a couple of versions before we got it to the place that it, that it is now. Um, but yeah, it's one of my favorites too. Yeah, and I, I love that it has so many layers. And one thing that I love about um, all the songs on the album is that there is a very clear story and like the different sounds throughout each song really do kind of help tell the story. So I think it's a really cool, um, a really cool vibe. And especially this song too, I just love it. Um, the vocals are great. Um, and I like how there's different sounds introduced throughout the song too. Um, yeah, so it's really cool. And um, another song I want to, no problem. And so another song I want to talk about is At Daybreak. So, um, yeah, tell me more about this song. What was your process of creating the music and the lyrics and that kind of stuff? Well, um, like I mentioned, I think a little bit earlier, At Daybreak, I, um, I kind of sometimes, like I said, I work well with limitations. Um, so I kind of sometimes make rules for myself when I'm composing or or songwriting. So At Daybreak started just with um, the guitar line that is in the second half. I assigned a note to the first phrase of the um, short story At Daybreak and typed that into my musical notation software. Um, And I got lucky in that little guitar line popped out of that and then I kept developing the song around that and it just kind of took off from there usually usually and especially for this album I kind of I kind of made the most demos I've ever made um like just kept I would make a demo and then try to make a better demo and then eventually some of those demos just turned into the final the final thing we just kept replacing 
everything uh, in the demos until we had something we were happy with. Yeah, that that's a really cool um, story too. I, I like that, and I like how it kind of came about. Um, and what I really love about this song is that um, it, it there's some moments where it kind of goes like silent, and it's just like the vocals, which I thought was really powerful, because um, yeah, it, it's just such like this great feeling when you know you hear all these like interesting noises, and then all of a sudden you just you just hear the vocals. It's it's such a crazy thing. But um, that was probably one of my favorite parts of the song. Um, and yeah, and, and there's so many different moments in the song where like it changes that it almost sounds like a different song, but it's still the same song. And it's, it's really cool. Um, yeah, another one of my favorites for sure. And, um, the last song I want to talk about is, uh, without colors featuring Mary Margaret Wood. So I was wondering, um, if you could tell me more, tell me a bit about the songwriting process for this. This was just like a little melody that kind of evolved into something that felt like it definitely just had to mostly be, uh, a vocal song. This kind of it kind of felt like an old folk song when it came out, uh, and I was really struggling with being able to sing it in the way that I was hearing in my head. Um, and my friend uh, Mary Margaret Wood is a fantastic uh, singer, and she. I studied um, a lot of traditional folk music as well, so I thought that she would be, she would do an excellent job, and she does. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it was really exciting. This was kind of one of my first experiences with having um, somebody else sing my song, like sing lead on my song. Um, and actually, on the next record, uh, there's going to be another song that I've written for somebody else to sing as well it's just it's such a an honor and, and very exciting to hear somebody else sing your melody and do a way better job than you would ever do <laughs> but i don't know it's really cool that yeah you kind of chose to um do that on the album i think it's it's yeah she has a really great voice and um yeah that, that's really cool um and i'm glad that it worked out too and uh yeah and i'm sure you would have done it great too <laughs> but uh um, <laughs> you haven't heard the demo no. <laughs> No, it's like everybody, like the voice is such an individual thing because your your body is the instrument, right? So it's just really exciting to hear, again, somebody else's take and, and what someone else brings to the table. Yeah, I love that. And that's honestly, like, I love that, um, too, on the song, because you go from hearing you to hearing this this different voice, too, which is really cool. And I think it adds to um, the overall kind of story that um, is kind of told throughout this album and told throughout each song, which is really cool. And um, yeah, and so I, I love the album. And then moving forward, you are going to be performing at Camp Wavelength on August 20th. So uh, this Sunday, how do you feel about being part of the festival? I feel great. <laughs> Um, I feel great about being part of the part of the festival. Uh, I've been having kind of a quiet summer in terms of performing. I'm really trying to finish my record, my new record, which is almost done. Um, so I'm excited to perform again. And Wavelengths is an organization that um, has been a big part of uh, my Toronto performing experience. I remember playing a Sneaky D's wavelength show way back in the day. So it's always great, um, yeah, to be a part of part of something that they put on. And um, 
I think it's going to be really fun, even though it it had to be moved from the from the island. It's still going to be in a park, and I think it's yeah, it's going to be a, a real treat. Yeah, I think it'll be super fun. Um, and yeah, and I was wondering, what can people expect from your performance? They can expect <laughs> really cool stuff. No, um, it's going to be myself and uh, Andrew Collins and uh, Jordan Howard. And uh, we'll have Mick Bulligan filling in for our usual sax player, Karen, um, on Fugelholm. So I think, yeah, it's good. it's obviously we can't do um, exactly what's on the album because we don't have a full string section, but I think um, there's kind of a, an exciting raw energy live that maybe isn't on the record. And we're going to be playing a couple new songs too. So we'll see how those go. <laughs> That's awesome. I think um, it's really cool too to hear how you know it, it might we might be hearing a different version when we when we see you live, um, which is which is really cool. And I think yeah, you're playing some new stuff, which is exciting too. Um, it's always fun to hear new stuff, and um, yeah, I think it'll be a great show. And I was wondering, do you have a favorite song to perform live? And if so, what is it and why? I it's it's always changing, I guess. Um, right now, I think it is the distance of the moon still, just because um, Jordan Howard, who plays guitar with us, has like a really dreamy guitar part that I kind of wish was on the record, um, but isn't. And it just feels, it's a kind of song that I know nothing will go awry with, so it feels very relaxed and comfortable. So yeah, that's distance of the moon for now and and we'll see that might change soon once we start getting uh, up to up to speed on the new material awesome yeah i love that song i mean it's it's definitely a great song and um yeah i'm I'm excited to hear that live for sure and um yeah and so uh have one more question about camp wavelength i was wondering who are you most excited to be sharing the bill with and why i'm really excited to i think on the on the day that in the day camp there's a day camp and a night camp that camp wavelength this year um and best fern is playing right after us and they're awesome they're friends from montreal so i'm excited to see them um and then at night uh during the night camp i guess we're not technically sharing the bill with them, but I love Deer Hoof. I've been a, a big fan for a long time. Um, so I'm really, really excited to, to be seeing them. And they're playing Salulias, and they're also amazing. So I think it's going to be an incredible show that night. Yeah, there's a lot of great artists performing throughout the entire weekend, too. And, um, yeah, the people you mentioned, too, are great. Looking forward to seeing them as well. And, um, yeah, before we wrap up, um, I know you mentioned that you're working on a new album. So I was wondering, um, is this going to also be a concept album, or is there anything you can kind of tell us about this new project you're working on? It's not a concept album. It's definitely coming from a, a more personal place. And uh, I recorded it all myself. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to share it. It's, uh, we're going to be mixing soonish, and And then hopefully it'll be out in the world sooner than later. 
Awesome. I love that. And I think I'm, I'm really excited too to kind of, yeah, have see that more or hear that more personal kind of side. And I think um, you have such great, like a great voice. And um, I love the sounds of your of your last album. So I'm really looking forward to hearing what's what's next for you. And um, and yeah, so I was wondering, um, where can people go to find out more information about you and your music? They can go to my website, uh, lisaconwaymakesthings.com, or uh, find uh, Alcon on Facebook, Twitter, all of those things. Um, all the records are on Spotify and Apple Music and all of that stuff, SoundCloud. Yeah, we're all over the internet if you look hard enough, and I try to keep everything pretty up to date, so... Perfect. Yeah, you guys are you're super easy to find. So um, yeah, awesome. And um, is there anything else you wanted to add? I guess just thank you so much for listening and for having me. And everybody should go to Camp Wavelength this this weekend. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. And um, I really appreciate it. Love your stuff here. We love you at CJRU. And um, yeah, I wish you the best of luck um, this weekend at Camp Wavelength. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you so much again, and I hope you have a great day. Yeah, you as well. Okay, bye. Bye. To find out more about Al Khan, visit lisaconwaymakesthings.com and connect with her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also take a listen to her album Moon Milk on Apple Music, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Bandcamp. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Nicole DiDonato. This was Arts and Culture on the Morning Mixtape.